It's always a blessing to be able to open God's word and preach. God has given me the heart for children um, and teens and um, surrender to God. And God just uses me and I'm amazed every single day how he uses me. Um, I, I tell people lots of times when you, when you hear me or when you see me preach, this is not me. This is God. This is God through me, and I want you to know that because if you truly knew who, who I was, uh, you wouldn't believe that I am right here where I'm at. You wouldn't. Um, I, I was not good in school. I had trouble reading. But God used me. You know, I feel like Moses sometimes when he had a stuttering problem, that's me. But God uses me. You just have to surrender to him. So before I get started, I've got something here. I like to do this. How many of you like Takis? Yeah, yeah. Listen, the ones that have Takis, I'm sorry, they're disgusting, all right? I, I, don't, I don't like them. Now, my question is, this is uh, gourmet white cheddar popcorn. How many adults like the popcorn? There's some lying adults in here. <laughs> All right, and then last I have the sun-kissed grape. All right, I started to get Mountain Dew, but I didn't want to get in trouble with your parents, so I did not, okay? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay that right there. I am looking, and to be honest with you, I need some adults to help me. Um, somebody, I need, I, need, I need somebody sitting in the back. That, that is, that is you're, you're right there, man. Yes, yes. I, what I need you to do, you can stay right there. I need you to watch this side right here, okay? You're watching for somebody that is listening. They're paying attention. And at the end, they can come up and we'll let them pick a prize on this side, all right? Now, I need an adult from this side. Man, I get so many volunteers from the adults. Brother Mike, thank you for raising your hand, buddy. All right, you are watching this side, okay? You're watching for somebody who uh, is listening and they can pick up. And then I am watching for an adult, all right? I like to award the adults too. And, you know, we have some in here that are, look, some of the adults are excited, all right? No, but I like to award the adults too. So I'm watching for the adults. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get started. I am looking forward to, been looking forward to preaching this. I had every intention of preaching it two weeks ago when uh, the storm came through and the power went out and it was dark in here and didn't happen. And I, I told my wife, I said, man, I, man, I wish I could have preached that. And, and she said, you know, Michael, I don't know why, but there's a reason that God said no. There's a reason. And I thought about that, and you know, I'm sitting here thinking about it now, and there's somebody here that needs to hear this message right here. That's why you're here. That's why I didn't preach last week. Don't know, but God wants you to hear it. Um, I admire our pastor when he preaches, because when you open up God's Word and you start preaching and naming sin and, 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 and preaching against sin, it's not easy. It's not. Um, you may think it sounds easy, but it's not. I admire him for that because it takes a certain type of person to stand on this word. It does. 
You have to take a stand and say, this is what I'm choosing to believe. And stand on God's word. And it's not just his job as a pastor. It's my job as somebody who's sitting in that pew. It's your job as somebody who's riding the bus to stand for what's right. Let me ask you a question. Before I get started, I want to ask this question. If somebody walked through that door right now, and they came over and they sat down beside you, would you be able to take the Bible and show them how they could be saved? I know for a fact... I was, have been in churches where there's a lot of people, a lot of adults. And if I went up to them and I said, hey, I've got a question. I don't know that I would, I don't know that I would go to heaven. I wanted to ask you, can you show me in the Bible how I can be saved? They would have to take me to somebody else because they don't know how to do it. I want you to listen and pay attention because there's a couple things going on here. Through this message, you will understand, first, I will show you in the Bible how you can be saved. But if not, I want you to be looking, if you already are saved, you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, I want you to pay attention because I want you to see how you can take the Bible and you can show somebody how to be saved. It's very important. You know what? If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you should be able to show somebody. How did you get it if you can't show somebody else? There has to be something there. So I want you to really listen. I want you to to pay attention and, and we'll go ahead and move on here. I like tricks. And... When I do tricks, listen, I'm doing them to, to uh, use it for, for God's glory. I want God to get the glory for everything I do. There's nothing special. I do not know how to do magic, okay? What I'm doing is tricks. It's not really magic. People say that it's magic. I promise you this is not magic. There's a trick behind how I can do things. If you want to know, you can come and ask me. I probably won't tell you, but anyway, you can come and ask, all right? So there's a way that I can do this, but I want you to understand something. And I use illustrations like this because it, it, it helps people understand. It even helps adults. Many adults like illustrations. I want to talk to you a little bit about Jesus. And he was born to die for sin. Jesus was born to die for sin. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to John, John chapter 3. John chapter 3 and verse 3. While you're turning there, I want you to look up here. I have three blocks here. Can somebody tell me, what is this? What is the letter on this block? What is it? C. What is this? What is it? B. B. What is this right here? What is, what's the letter? Yes. What is it? A. I'm deaf. 
A. All right, all right. I wasn't sure. I was wondering. Is all right. So it's A. You know what? A stands for something. I want you to see this because you have different blocks, and A stands for accept. Accept. What is accept? All right. I want to explain what accept is. I need an adult that likes sour stuff to come here. Somebody, just an adult, raise your hand, you like sour stuff. An adult. It means you're over 18. You're telling me all these adults in here do not like sour stuff. Thank you. Can, can you come up here a minute? I've got one honest person and she's a visitor in here. <laughs> I have, do you like sour patches? You're your favorite. See, when she's seen it, she raised her hand. This is what accept means, okay? If I take this right here and I offer this to you, what did she just do? She accepted it. Thank you. You can have a seat. Listen, I've got to tell all the kids, don't eat those during church. <laughs> accept. She took it. She, she accepted it. When you look at the Bible and it talks about accept, and you look at salvation, the Bible says in John 3, uh, John 3, 3 through 7, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Listen to me, what I'm talking about is you have, to, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You have, to, you have to be willing to take it. It means accept. You take it. You accept it. B stands for belief. Belief. So you have A is what? Accept. And B is? Believe. In Acts 16.31, uh, let me turn there. This is talking about Paul and Silas. And, and uh, at midnight, Paul and Silas, they, they were praying and singing songs in the jail. They were, they were in custody, and they were singing songs. And, and all of a sudden, the earth began to shake, and, and the, the bars that they were, and shackles that they were being to let go. And the person that was watching them, and, and, and that the, the guard, if you will, in verse 27, it talks about the keeper. It says, The keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep, and seeing that the prison doors were open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself. Suppose that the prisoners have fled. But Paul cried out with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. 
Then he called for a light and he sprang in and he was trembling and he fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Verse 31, And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. You know what? You have to believe. Now, believe is kind of tricky sometimes because in order for me to believe, preacher was preaching on it today, I have to believe in something that I can't see. That's hard sometimes, isn't it? You think it is. But do you know you believe in things that you can't see all the time? Right. Right. I'm walking right now. Do you know there's things, this thing called gravity that is holding me down? Right. Otherwise, if I jumped like that, I would have just went up to the moon. Yeah. I can't see gravity, but gravity is there. Brother Wynn preached about this too. And, 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 and I think it's amazing how God just works things out when uh, messages come together. But when you start looking at, at things that you can't see, he talked about the wind. Yes. The wind is there the other day when we got this storm. The wind was blowing and it even blew the roof off of a couple houses that we've seen. You, it's there, you can't see it. You've got to have faith. I can tell you in my life that when I put my faith in God, when I trust God and I believe God, God has taken care of me and there's evidence. There's evidence in my life. There's evidence in, in my family. I could go through and I could tell you story after story after story of evidence where God is in my life and God is in their lives. I can't see it. But I can see the evidence of the results of it. And then we do something where, you know what, we start wondering and we, we're like the children of Israel. My wife and I were just talking about this the other day. We're like the children of Israel because, you know, God took care of them and He showed Himself to them. And yet they still, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have that faith in that or not. I mean, I know that you fed me when we were in the wilderness, but I'm starting to get hungry, Lord. Are you going to be able to do it again? That's how we are in life. We Seriously, we are. I mean, look at what God brought us through. If you know our story, look what God brought us through. And we still sit there and say, all right, Lord, she's getting ready to get a heart transplant. <laughs> Whew. I guess i got to learn to trust you again. Shame on me. I should already have learned. That's right. Did you see what happened to her? She shouldn't be alive. But yet here I am. And Lord, I don't know if I'm going to trust you this time. Seriously? And I'm preaching to myself as well as preaching to you all because everybody, all of us do this. It's called flesh. Yeah. Can't wait till I get to heaven and I don't have this flesh anymore. Man. You have to believe. Psalms 32.5 
says, I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and my iniquities have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin, Selah. You see, you have to accept, you have to believe by faith, which you cannot see, and you have to confess. You have to confess your sin. You have to confess with your mouth. The Bible says in Proverbs 28.13, He that covereth his sin shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. You want to know how to have a, a mercy over sin? Confess it and forsake it. Do you know how hard it is to admit when you've done something wrong? It's hard. Many times I have to go and I have to apologize you know, to somebody and say, you know, listen, I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Will you please forgive me? You have to confess. So let's review real quick. I need somebody to help me. Somebody quickly, real quickly. Uh, right here. I want you to stand right there. Can you do that? How old are you? Descaria? You jumped. All right, you're eight, right? All right, you graduated yet? You still in school? All right, stay in school. All right. So what does this mean? That's right. It's confess. We need to confess, don't we? Confess. Let me put that on here. Confess. What was this? Believe. What was it? Believe. Believe. And the last one, what is this? Accept. Accept. So I have accept believe and confess. So you're telling me that if I accept and believe and confess that I can be saved? Yes. I'm going to do me a favor. This is sealed, is it not? There's nothing in there. All right. I want you to take this and I want you to hold this. Pinch both sides. Right like that. You got it tight? Hold it out in front of you. You got it? Is it heavy? There's nothing in it, is it? All right. I want you to hold it real tight for me, okay? So, what is this? A is? Accept. B is? And C is? Listen to me. So, we talked about A is accept. When you accept and you have to believe, wait a minute, you can't see believe. It's gone. Now, I can tell you where it is. I'm hoping he has it. (laughs) Do you have it? You think so? Did you take it? (laughs) I don't know. Listen, accept, believe, and confess. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, 
and you accept and you believe, now you remember you can't see believe, there is a change that takes place. There's something different that's going to take place and you're not going to be the same as you were. It's something you can't see, uh, but you have the, the results of it. I mean, you, my spirit should, I should be able to tell, you should be fruit. Okay? should be fruit if you accepted Christ. And there's going to be a change and it's different. Listen, it's different. Now, even though I can't see it, I have faith that that block's in there. Y'all didn't see me put it in there. But I have faith that it's in there. Just like I have faith when I die, I'm going to be in heaven. I want you to do me a favor. I will not touch the bag. I want you to rip that bag open and you take out whatever's inside. Listen to me. Just as real as this is in there, heaven is my home. And I'm going to spend eternity there. Thank you. You can have a seat. I'm going to spend eternity in heaven. When I die, I know I'm going to heaven. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Let me tell you something. I want to explain to you something really quick, and I'm almost finished. I want you to look at this cross. When you look at this cross, I think of a Savior that died for me. I couldn't help but last week while the cross is here waiting on tonight we've had several messages preached and they happened to be on that cross. And during invitation I, I look at that cross And I can't help but say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for dying for me. The Bible says in Isaiah 53, 6, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. We all... I'm sorry, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. You see, when Jesus Christ died on that cross, when he was crucified, all of my iniquity, all of the sins were put upon him. This is what people mess up on. The only way you can go to heaven as if you understand that Jesus Christ had to pay that price. That's the only way. I'm going to be honest with you. There's people that think that that you can worship a cow and you can end up going to heaven. 
There's people that think that Buddha is real and that, that I'm going to give uh, you know, thanks to him and, and I'm going to make a statue and I'm going to keep feeding him and watering him or whatever they do with it. And they think that that is going to get them to heaven. There's only one way to heaven. The Bible is very clear about it and it says in there that Christ the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He didn't lay it upon anybody else but Jesus Christ. That's who it got laid upon. You want to know why I believe what I believe? There you go. Jesus Christ was crucified. On that cross, He did it for you and for me. When Jesus was crucified and they were getting ready to crucify him, they did something. They put a sign up above him. That sign said, King of the Jews. They took a crown of thorns. And they mocked him. They placed that crown of thorns on his head and they took a reed and they beat that on his head to symbol a crown. They made fun of Jesus and said, if you are king of the Jews, save yourself. Let me tell you what. He could have done that. He could have called 10,000 angels, but he didn't do that because of your sin and my sin and somebody had to die for it. Somebody had to die for my sin. He took that upon himself. I can't help but think when Jesus hung there on that cross, he was looking at my sin. All the sins that I'm going to commit, all the sins that I have commit, committed. He had to look at them. And they crucified him. You see, they put that sign up there saying, <laughs> they're making fun of you. They were making fun of him. But I got news for them. He is the king. He was the king. He was more than just a good man. So you have to be willing to accept and believe and confess. Do you know what that cross represents? More than what people think it does. Please don't get upset with me. Many people wear a cross a necklace with a cross around it. I'd be very careful about that. If you want to wear something around your neck, why don't you wear that empty tomb? It's empty. 
Because Jesus Christ died on the cross and He rose again. Don't get wrapped up in that stuff. When you accept Jesus Christ, I'm going to illustrate it this way. Noah, I want you to be a lost sinner that you are. But you don't know Christ. And you're under conviction and God says, you know what? You need to be saved. I want you to stand right here. From his own testimony, I will tell you that there was a time that Noah came to us and said, Mom and Dad, I don't know where I would spend eternity. I don't know that I would go to heaven. Sweetest moment I've had in my life is taking my Bible and leading my boys to Christ. It's nothing that I did. God saves them. I can show them the way, just like I'm telling you now. But I want you to get this picture. Because if you want to look at a cross, if you want to think about a cross, I want you to think about this. All of the sins that Noah has done, if we wrote them down and we put them up there to make fun of you, instead of king of the Jews, it says... Noah lies to his, lied to his mom. Noah cheated on a test. Yeah. Noah fought with his brothers. Noah stuck out his tongue at his dad behind the door. Yeah. Noah realizes that there's never been a time that he's accepted Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. And he needs to get that right. Can I show you what this picture is? Brother Wynn, turn around there. I want you to get this. It's him understanding that he's got to put his faith and trust in Jesus Christ. He's got to accept. He's got to believe. He's got to confess. When he kneels down, you know what that's a sign of? Surrender. You have to surrender your life to God. Brother Wynn, as he would take the Bible and he would open it up and he would show him from the Bible how to be saved. I want you to get this. When he shows him how to be saved and it says confess with your mouth, that means that Noah's about ready to understand. I've got I've to confess that I'm wrong. I've got to ask Jesus Christ to come into my heart and save me. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you the greatest thing about this. Jesus Christ died on the cross for me and for you. And they made fun of Him. And yes, He was King of the Jews. But He was more than that. Not only was He King, He did something when he died on the cross, it was paid. Christ paid the price for me. When I look at the cross, it is finished. He bowed his head and he has already paid everything so I can go to heaven. 
If that doesn't get you fired up, I don't know what will. You have to accept, believe, and confess. And when you kneel down and you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, it's been paid. It's been paid. Thank you all. Let me ask you this. Has there been a time when you've accepted Jesus Christ into your heart? Have you accepted? Have you believed? Have you confessed? I want heads bowed, eyes closed, nobody looking around. I'm going to ask the pastor to come to handle the invitation as he sees fit. But I want you to know something. I'm going to go right down here by this cross and I'm praying for you that you will accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior before it's eternally too late. Can I ask you a question? How many of you could say by raising your hand that you've accepted what Jesus did on the cross for you as enough to take you to heaven, that you believe that in your heart and that you've confessed that. Would you confess that by just raising your hand saying, hey, that's me. That's me. I've trusted Jesus as my say. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and that's good enough to take me to heaven. You believe that. You believe it. In your heart, you know for sure if you died right now, you'd go to heaven. You believe that. All right, put your hands down. You can put your hand down. Is there anybody that would say, Preacher, I wasn't able to put my hand up because I've never believed. I've never accepted Jesus as my Savior. I've never trusted in the fact that Jesus died for me, took my place, paid my sin debt for me. I've never believed, but I want to. I want to believe that Jesus died for me. I I want to tell him I'm sorry for my sin and that I realize he died for me and I want to be saved I want to go to heaven when I die is there anybody that would just simply raise their hand and say preacher that's me would you would you pray for me is there anybody that say hey I'm not saved I've never accepted I've never trusted Jesus as my savior would you simply just raise your hand and I'll pray for you is there anybody anybody Anybody? I see two hands, three hands. Miss Allison, will you talk to one of these ladies right here? Robbie, if you're up front right here, this young man. Or Emery or someone that's there, yeah. Robbie, there's a man right here. If you'll just go to him. Jose, 